0: So number 83 posted my blackout and I was racking my brain trying to figure out if there was any famous number 83 and the first person that came to my mind was like Andre Reed, but that motherfucker lost four Super Bowls so I'm not gonna big him up sorry maybe I was thinking maybe Wes Welker but I don't know if he's ever won a Super Bowl either I know he's been in a few but I don't know if he's ever won one he might have been he might have been the bad luck for Tom Brady because I don't think Wes Welker ever won one when he was there but anyway, y'all know how I normally do my things. Welcome aboard if you're new. Welcome back if you've been here before. Like I said before, No Playing This Ride, right. hosted by Blackout. I'm going to give y'all a little bit of news. Mostly news this time, not a lot of music. But I will give you at least one album suggestion before I'm done. Dip into sports and then I guess some, we'll call it uh, some social or pop culture. Whatever you want to call it. But it's going to be something that's popular going on that I'm going to talk about. And you'll know it when I, when I say it. But one time for the rest of the UPK Underground Podcast Kings. If T.I. could be the king of the South, then goddammit, I could be an Underground Podcast King because I do it all by myself, baby. 100% independent. I'm independently broke because I don't make no money off this shit yet. But that will change at some point. I know I keep saying it, but we will, we will see it in the future. I'm going to speak it into existence. So, first things first, jump to this news coming out of Texas. Police searched the home for a burglar only to find out that it was a deer. Go figure. Fucking deer broke in the house, tore some shit up. I hope they shot that motherfucker and ate him. That's it. That's all I really got to say about it because what else can you really do to the deer? I don't give a damn if it's in season or not. If it's in my house tearing shit up, I feel like I should have a right to bust his head to the white meat or whatever meat and cook him. Because I don't know if anybody listening to this has ever had it. But deer meat is delicious. Or venison, however you want to call it. I had some as a child. And I can almost remember how delicious that shit was. Properly marinated. Mm -hmm. I wish I had some now. But if you ever get a chance to get some, get some. And if you got any deer friends, don't let them. And they break in your house, kill your ass too. I know people don't have deer friends, but I'm stupid. So I'm going to keep on rolling. Something else I saw, allegedly, because I don't know this to be true. Allegedly, a seven-year-old boy sold hot chocolate and raised $22,000 to donate towards the wall, the border wall. Now, this was the dumbest thing that I had seen since last week when I did the podcast. So, I was just sitting there racking my brain like, when did he sell it? Is it... Is it cool enough for him to be selling hot cocoa well one it was like is this even fucking true is this true could this really be true that some kid would do this and some kids parents would let them do this so i immediately got to thinking well the kids parents will obviously have um a good financial foundation in order to let him do this or well, they're rich or maybe they own a company or something because what parent would let a child sell $22,000 on high cocoa and donate that shit <laughs> to something that's going to be paid for via the government anyway. That is supposed to be getting paid for by the government. That shit just completely blew my mind. I don't think people who are this outrageous about it are thinking logically. I think, I feel like they're thinking emotionally about the situation. So it's causing them to do shit like this and hype it up. My second thing is, is like, what the fuck does this 7-year-old kid know about immigration laws and policies to where he feels like he needs to donate $22,000? My third thing is, like, does he not want toys? His college must be paid for. He could have donated that shit to a charity for kids like Cancer Research or something like that. Something to end hunger. He could have donated that shit to uh, homeless veterans, to an animal shelter. But no, twenty-two grand went... To a fucking wall that's gonna be paid for by the government. Allegedly, this lends to the whole to this, my opinion on this and the whole stupidity of the whole situation. I have no issue with border security. I think it's been proven that gigantic physical barriers do not work properly. I don't foresee this wall working either. It's taking too long to get the shit funded, and. I don't think it's something we'll see come to fruition while this individual is in office, unless unless he gets reelected, then we may see it actually begin to to actually be built. But I just felt like this was um, by far the stupidest thing I saw this week. Almost there's one more one more thing, and I'm gonna talk about that a little later. That was to me that was beyond stupid. But people do what people do, and I just. <laughs> I can't bring myself to try to understand it. It's just one of those things. In other news, there's a massive process, not process, protest, not protest, protests going on in Hong Kong right now because the word I'm looking for, I lost it, um suspects are going to be extradited from Hong Kong to China in order to stand trial. Apparently, this has pissed off the people of Hong Kong. And I didn't really realize the the situation because one, I'm not from Hong Kong. I don't live over there, I don't know nothing about what's going on over there. so I decided to to do a quick search and figure out exactly what the situation is because my understanding is that Hong Kong was part of China. That's always the question I've had in my brain like is it is it is or is it ain't because it was just like for me, it was like Ireland and the U k. I wasn't really sure what was going on there because, for the most part, well, to me, the U.S.'s territories and states and they're pretty much they're set. Or I'm just familiar with them. I say I'm familiar with the U.S. and its territories outside. So you have the U.S. and then the OCONUS are not attached to the U.S. physically. We have Hawaii and we have Alaska, but then we have places like Puerto Rico and spots on the islands that are considered, you know, like U.S. territories, whatever. So I'm savvy about that, but my confusion with Hong Kong and China is because I've seen Hong Kong or heard of it through my life and thought of it as its own entity for the most part, but it is connected to China. So I did my Googles, did some research, some really quick research because it ain't hard to find. And I remember there being a conflict in the East between uh, China and, and uh, the UK, or I say Great Britain. Because of the the Opium Wars, how China had a, had a really bad opium problem, and they were trying to ban opium, but the British would not let them because opium was getting them paid. So there was a there was a whole situation you can look into for yourself. But in the treaty, Hong Kong fell under British rule, and then at the time, Hong Kong was supposed to have been given back to. It's like a 99 year lease or whatever. And then. Hong Kong was supposed to go back to China. But Hong Kong is a... Let me look at this because I looked it up earlier. It is a alpha world plus city plus or something like that. It's like an alpha world city. Which basically means it's like a center for finance and trade. And Hong Kong has like the most skyscrapers of any city in the world. So you know there's a lot of big business being done in that city. There's a lot of shit going on. So they view themselves some of the people of hong kong as separate from china but their i guess their treaties or legislation pretty much says otherwise which is giving these uh government entities the power to make this happen but people are pissed they're out there a million strong protesting that's crazy it's not crazy it's like that's actually pretty dope to get a million people on on the same page in support of just of something that they feel is just wrong. And I think that's actually really impressive, and it the thing is the wild thing about it is they just it seems like from from me looking at it from the outside looking in, they're pissed off about it because they want the the potential suspects going over to get a fair shake, and maybe they feel like they won't get a fair shake. So what if they go? They get extradited to China and then they get convicted in China and then they get sent to a prison somewhere in China and that family member never gets to see that person again. when they get lost in the system. And maybe that's the maybe that's the, the bulk of the frustration behind this and you know, secondary being that they feel like they're separate from China. They got their own economics and all that shit. I just found it was interesting. I just I've never seen I mean, I've never seen anything outside of the U.S., because in the U.S., we have the Million Man March and all that, but for like a city that is that powerful to where it's basically its own entity to mobilize that many citizens to fight for one cause, and then it, it they're fighting for a cause that you would think, I know in the States, most people throw them people in the trash, like, oh, you about to go to jail? All right, cool, whatever. I don't really care about you. I don't really care about this fight, but over there, it's different. They're looking out for each other, and I got to say, as a person that doesn't feel like we really do that in this country, kinda gotta respect it. Kinda gotta respect it. So big ups to everybody out there. And also they did it in a dope way because not only did they have a lot of people out there, they set up stations and supplies. So things like food and water and I'm gonna go ahead and assume that there's somewhere they get the bathroom, but just to think for it like that and I know they had to plan it all out, but just to think about it just shows they're going. It goes to show that they're thinking about other people. Is the point I'm trying to bring? They're, they're thinking about each other, and that's really dope. We should all uh, strive to be like that in our <laughs> in our lives, or as a nation. I would think. I would hope. In other news, AMC may potentially be moving The Walking Dead. From filming in Georgia because of the abortion laws, and this is one of those things where you see law being put into place, and people using their finances to be like, you know what, fuck this, I'm out, because you know Georgia Atlanta is becoming like another Hollywood because of all the things being done there. Like, I'm gonna say, largely in part, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Miss props, even though I don't like a lot of this shit. Tyler Perry, big part of that, cause you know everybody says Atlanta's like fucking Wakanda, but the, there's a lot of stuff going on in Georgia in The Walking Dead. That's big business. You got to think you're filming a show full of that many people, with that many extras along has to bring a boost of whatever economy they're in. I don't know where they're at in Georgia, but wherever they are, you got a, a film crew, you have actors, you have the extras, just everything you need to put on a production. The size of The Walking Dead is there. So that, with with that, you have people coming in, and people are always going to need things. So, that's a huge economic boost to that part of the of the state. So for them to consider moving, based on a a ridiculous law, that's huge. It's it's really forward thinking of them because I mean, there's women that work on the show that may feel a certain type of way about it. Like, they may not even want to be in the state. They may not want to be associated with it. Because of what's going on, and it's just like I said, there's two things you could do about that if you're a woman in the state of Georgia. You can either, one, do your best to not be in a situation where you may have to end up getting an abortion, or two, leave the state. Fuck them. Take your money. Take your take whatever you bring to that state and take it somewhere else where the laws are more in line with your views. So that's what the folks from the Walking Dead are doing. They're like, "Hey, man, fuck it. We out. We out." we dipping. And I can't do nothing but respect it. That's it. And I'm not saying they're going to leave, but they're saying it's reported that that might might be a thing, man. Might be a thing. Shout out to my wife for giving me that because she damn sure dropped it off in my inbox. And to be honest, I probably would have never seen it. Because I love the show, but I don't follow it like that. Not quite like that. I mean, what else was going on? Alabama. Apparently, passes a bill that would require chemical castration for child molesters. Hey, it sounds cruel. It really does sound cruel. But as a father of two, who never plans on touching a child, who's never, who's never touched a child, I'm not upset with this. Sometimes, there needs to be a deterrent. I'm not upset with this. Maybe it's barbaric. And I, w- I will say it, it is on the it is on the biblical side of things as far as it being barbaric. I will say that. For me, I have little emotion for these folks. I'm not willing to add them to the rest of the alphabet, as some people have tried to do because if it's, it's a disease. I feel like if you're an adult and you realize you have this going on, you need to get help immediately because the damage that a pedophile can do to a child is it's massive it is is, it is a real big deal and it can lead to that person growing up and hurting other people because they haven't properly processed the pain that somebody else that is an adult put them through that's my big issue with it is an adult doing something to a child when you're an adult you should know right from wrong if you have that disease if it is if you want to quantified or qualified as disease you know it's wrong you need to seek help I have no real wiggle room on this because while I don't agree with it I would respect the person that went and tried to get themselves figured out because I don't think something like that you can just hold on to and then not act on it because if that was the case why do people do it so I feel like if you got that going on, you need to go get help. So I have little sympathy for people of that um of that demographic and of that lifestyle who feel like it's okay to sexually assault little kids. I'm I'm not with that. But I do also understand the capacity for a human being to change. And that's where I have slight conflict with this, like like I wanna say, well maybe what if it was that one time, or well, maybe they didn't do whatever but still, my in my brain, it's like, it's wrong, it's dead wrong. And it's something that I, I don't see myself getting past. Like, I'm fucked up like that. Sorry. But I'm not sorry. This should, I have no issues with the law. It's unfortunate that it needs to exist. And that's that's pretty much where I'm going to... That's where I'm going to leave that at. That's where I'm going to let that land there. Because it's it's not something I feel like I need to do a deep dive into. It, it, the fucking with... um. With Pride Month, and that's not cool. Speaking of, of Pride Month, now, this for me is more—it's more of a question to people of that demographic, because I'm—I've understood for a while now there's things that I'm not meant to understand, and I'm okay with that. What I do know is that if I don't understand something, the best way for me to get it understood is to ask a question. And with this situation, I'm not going deep into the nitty-gritty of things, so I feel like it's okay for me to ask of individuals in the LBGTQI, which I didn't know what the I was, so I looked that up, and apparently that means intersex. That means having um, characteristics of both sex. So there's your knowledge of the day. But what I was going to ask is the Secretary of State issued an order that the pride flag will not be flown at embassies, at U.S. embassies. Apparently, to people, this is a big deal. Me, I do not understand why it is a big deal if the Secretary of State says, do not fly the pride flag at embassies, or at U.S. embassies around the world. I don't get it. I don't understand why it's a problem. If somebody out there hears this and can explain it to me, cool. Because my thing is this: the goal of our ensign, our our flag, our the, the flag of the United States of America, old glory, whatever you want to call it, that flag should be all encompassing of citizens from every demographic, whether it be racial, religious, gender. If you believe in gender sexual orientation, whatever your culture is, that flag should be all-encompassing. Now, I can understand how somebody who's a citizen of this country may feel like they're not properly represented in that flag. I get it. I am black. I have my own issues with this country. I love it here, but there's some things that I view that are fucked up. My issue with this is a lot of times you hear the L B G T Q I you hear it associated with minority issues. And there are people who are on both sides of that as far as the rainbow flag and then fall under the banner of minorities. There are people who are interlocked into to both those demographics. Cool, got it. My thing is they are not the same. Sometimes it gets treated like it like they are. I just I don't agree because my my thought process is, and I don't, I'm not going to say I'm going to say some, not all. Some people in that demographic may be able to hide who they are. Some, not all. In the black community, I say, when you born black, and I'll even give you two percent. 98% of us, when we born black, you know, that's black ass baby. Black. Tagged, rest of your life. That's it. You're gonna go through some shit because of that. You are gonna see things that may traumatize you because of that. You're gonna have questions about your origin and your place in this nation because of that. Same goes with somebody, say, somebody um, Asian, when they're born Skin tone, physical appearance, okay, this person's obviously Asian. You're born and you're categorized just like that. Goes into your demographic information, male, black baby, male, Asian However you want to do it, it goes into, it's encoded with you. It travels with you no matter what. You register for school, it's race and all that shit. You get a job, all that shit, your race is on there. That shit ain't going away. Boom, you can see it. That's a different level of potential discrimination. It's on your paperwork. On the other side of things, on the LBGT side, QI side, people don't know. So there's certain things you go through on that side that you don't go through on the other. And I don't put the two things on the same playing field or really in the same ballpark. So my thing is, while I have, I don't even feel like the need to say I have no issues, whatever, because I know how I feel about it. Cool. If you fly that flag, does that in turn open the floodgates for people to be like, well, hey, we have, we have people who are, who are Jewish. who don't feel like Jewish folks are getting the amount of appreciation they are. And they say there's like a Jewish Heritage Month and they want the flag flown. There's like a Black History Month flag. So I say hey, in February, how come there's not a Black History Month flag being flown? all over the world when you had the pride flag up there so for me what you do is what you do that's your business i don't give a damn my one one thing i would say to people is like listen as far as i know you only get one of these motherfuckers you only get one life so enjoy make yourself happy do what you got to do to be happy and if people don't like what you got to do to be happy get them out your life because they ain't really for you if they ain't trying to understand what you got going on but when it comes to this, I feel like you can potentially open up the floodgates and create an argument that doesn't really need to be there because the flag that is flown should, should represent the entirety of the people. Regardless of orientation, color, creed, faith, all that shit. And if we ain't we ain't there yet, but we working on it. But I just feel like it should be that that one flag personal opinion because if you do that you open up floodgates and then everybody wants everything in it i mean wear a t-shirt wear a tie wear a pin do your thing one of the guys hung a banner hey do your thing but if the man say no flag no flag, okay cool i just didn't understand what the issue is now if somebody has a rebuttal for me and wants to educate me on why i'm wrong by all means i hate being wrong i hate to be fucking wrong So let me know why I'm fucked up and why I'm wrong and then we can discuss it or I'll just, I will have learned something. And other Pride Month related news. Apparently, people are bored. Somebody in Boston is bored. And super petty. So these motherfuckers have organized or are organizing or have already organized a straight Pride parade. When I first read this, I'm like, man, that's really fucking petty. That That's petty, man. That That is beyond petty. It, it don't take all that, man. Just live your life. Nobody's fucking with you if you want to hold your boyfriend's hand in your feet, man. If you're a guy, you want to squeeze your lady's ass out. Nobody really gives a shit. You're not getting beaten up for being straight. Right? Nobody's oppressing straight people in America. Not. Like that's some shit to me, that's just not real. We have straight pride parades, shit every damn football game when people out there tailgating. To me, that's fucked straight pride. And sometimes people from the other community they get involved with that too. Just like you got straight people that get involved with the with the gay pride parade, or the alphabet pride, whatever you want to call it, rainbow pride. So th- this shit to me is ridiculous. If you wanna. <laughs> Like, we all know what this is. There's ways to go about doing shit. And then people are condescending. And that that's what a lot of, I feel like, unfortunately, conservative media is. It's condescending in order to get under the skin of people who are sensitive about a certain subject. Okay, whatever. Th- this, is, this is beyond stupid. And then the guy that got to be the grand marshal of the, of the parade is a gay dude. Which, which which is just a, uh, which is fucking, it's fucking, stu- it's just stupid, man. Like, it's it's so stupid I had to laugh at it. And if that's the case, and if you're trying to show that you just, hey, man, we just want to, you know, represent straight pride or whatever, or we just want to have something, just why don't you have a big-ass parade for everybody? Like, hey, we ain't got to be separate no more. L-B-G-T-Q-I and straight people, let's all get together and kick it. Like we do for the most part every fucking day. <laughs> without giving a shit organize something like that don't be a dick about it and try to rain on somebody else's parade by just being an asshole man Let leave them people alone let them lose that let them live their lives the way they want to I guess people, people just need attention I guess I don't know but that was that was beyond stupid and I hope they spend money that they don't need to spend for no damn reason and and I hope it's terrible and everybody has a really, really bad time. Because I'm petty too. And that's um, that's almost it. There's one more thing I want to talk about. And to me, this is something that's really, really important. And um, I know Miss Candace always said today that documentaries and whatever won't change the, her mind. And that until we leave the shackles of the black liberals, the black man will never rise. No, you should have just... If we just would left it, if we leave the shackles of our mind off of whatever people, you didn't have to put, you didn't have to put Democratic or or fucking Republican. You could just left it at that, and it would have came off a lot better. But you're one of these people that don't want to come off that way. You just wanna, you just wanna to play to your base. But whatever. What I want to talk about, to me, is something that's really important, and. I'm really conflicted about it because there's something I want to do with it, and what I'm talking about is the "When They See Us" documentary series on Netflix. Now, this documentary is about the Central Park Five and what they went through, as far as them going to trial, well, them one being arrested, two being going, being, uh, damn, interrogated. Sorry, I'm slipping up on words. And also what they went through while in jail and then coming out and transitioning into normal life. So for anybody doesn't know, Central Park Five was a group of kids that were arrested because of the rape of a woman who was jogging that night in Central Park in New York City. They went to jail, ended up being released from jail because there was a guy who got locked up who ended up confessing to committing a crime. And they got released years later. They did like I wanna say close to thirteen years in, in prison or or juvenile or whatever, they were locked up. One guy went to prison out the gate, the other guys went to juvie first. And then they were they were like subsequently released from uh from confinement, I'll say. But the story is uh it's it's a terrible story. It was a it was a terrible, terrible story really well directed, produced, acted, performed, however you want to put it, they did a really, really good job with a really really bad story. If you if you can watch this and not feel shitty, either there's something wrong with you or you just a bad motherfucker. Cause I watched it and I just felt I felt so so bad. So so bad, and it, I just I couldn't I couldn't shake it. Like I went I went to sleep, and before I went to sleep I thought about it, and I went to work and I wanted to talk to people about it, but due to demographics where I work at, it ain't really the most open group. Like I'm based I'm one of one. Where I work, so me trying to to get this off and tell people they should watch it, like I really want to. It may not go well. It may not be the best received. I may, I may get a bunch of... Um, well, it wasn't... Something that's going to make me want to punch somebody in the face. I will say that. Because... It's people I work with that think one way and think that one way is right. Whatever. But I feel like this is really important. I feel like... People, and I know the majority of people watch this are probably black and Latino. But I really feel like it's something that people outside of that minority bubble should really look at and really get a sense and understanding of what young black men face in this fucking criminal justice system. Because the first episode kind of lays it out. Like, we knew, okay, Central Park 5, they got locked up unjustly because they were accused of this rape or whatever. Cool. They got let out. Congratulations. Glad you're home. That's really fucked up. We're numb to it because it happens a lot. But when you get the story in detail, and you see how they got this group of guys in there, and how they got, how they got through the uh, the process of questioning them and interrogating these kids, and how they put together the evidence that they used to convict these five kids, these five boys of this crime they did not commit. It'll it'll blow your mind. The conviction, to convict these kids, falsely. Was insane. It was insane. It's like it's. It's almost like you know the story, but you have to. You have to watch it. If you have Netflix, don't let anybody explain it to you. Just, just watch it for yourself. Get in your house or your, or your your car, whatever. Your phone, your tablet, TV. Lock in and watch it. And just really see what it's like and understand if you from outside the culture, outside. Uh, You're outside the minority bubble. understand, like, me as a black man, I I was questioning, like, man, I wonder how much of this is exaggerated and how much of this is really fucking true. But as a black person, this shit happening to somebody It's completely reasonable to me that this would happen like this. It's completely within my sphere of belief that people would do this to young black kids. I feel like we're some of the most hated people in the country. Now, second only maybe third to Muslims and Mexicans, depending on which part of the country you live in. I really feel like the black man in America is is both loved, adored, and hated and despised all at the same time. It's a duality of black male life. They love you. They hate you. The cool guy fucking suffers. I'm telling you right now. People hate the cool black guy. The charismatic if you look at how they treat athletes when they when they go and they people feel like they get out of pocket and say something they shouldn't the wildly popular athlete they could do things that we cannot do most people cannot do when it's a black dude and now spoken and they don't fix the way they speak to fit inside a certain bubble they speak their mind and people know they got more money than them they'll never have their life they don't like that shit so when they see Something like this? It's easy for me like, oh yeah, fuck them. Fuck that guy. Everything they've been taught about us. Played into this shit with these kids getting falsely convicted for this fucking crime. And it it just it, it's gonna make you mad when you watch it. If you have any type of soul it's gonna piss you off. But I urge you to to look at it. And and I myself I'm conflicted. It's like I watched it, I kinda wanna watch it again. But I, I really, I'm really thinking about watching it with my ten-year-old. And that's where the conflict lies with me is because, it's like, do I expose her to something? Do I bruise her, mentally, with this shit? And put this in the back of her mind? Am I hurting her by making her watch this? Or am I lying to her by denying her this? And am I denying that to her, that awareness by? While when I leave the house at certain times of night, if I'ma go be out with my friends or whatever, and for the most part my black friends are back on the East Coast, I might go out with a couple of Mexicans that are lighter skinned out here where I'm at now, and if something goes wrong, my wife is she's concerned. She has to tell me, "Hey, I love you. Be careful when I leave the house and go to certain places, because you never know." Like the thought of me being stopped by the police scares my wife to death. So it's like, do I show my daughter or do I not? Now, ultimately this is something me and the wife will have to talk about, but I'm trying to make her aware of stuff early. My the conflict is, is it too early? But if you don't prepare, you basically prepare to fail, that's what they say. I'll let you guys know what I do about on that one, but I, I would I urge you to watch it. And I urge people outside of the culture to look at this shit. I know it's TV I know it's Hollywood but look at it look at it the story's real the story exists so do it what you will but watch it at least see it from our side for once and one of the best worst things about this uh, was that they did such a great job it was directed by Ava DuVernay I hope I said her name right but the young man that played Corey Wise's character he did a really really good job his name is uh Jarell Jerome and if you've seen moonlight he was in moonlight as well so if you ever seen moonlight that's the same it's the same guy played the character of Corey Wise and he did a really good job and <laughs> it was, it was terrible but it was great at the same time. So I urge you, if you haven't seen what They See Us, to go ahead and watch it. it. It'll it'll leave an impression, I tell you that, if anything else. And I also got to see um, the interview between Kanye West and David Letterman on uh, Netflix, the, my, the show My Next Guest Is. It was interesting. And Kanye obviously spoke a lot about his mental health issues and everything like that, which I feel like he should. I just... I need to hear it, I guess, in music form. I feel like he's one of those people that best communicates through his art because it comes. He's, it's like he's trying to convey so much when he's just talking to people that it comes out jumbled. It's like I can pick through and get what he's trying to say, but it's not as smooth as when he when he makes it into music. And maybe he's just one of those people that communicates best that way. But it was very it was a it was a good interview, it was good to watch. And you can see there's some points like like you know, some points of disagreement, like light tension between him and Mr. Letterman, whatever. But it still it's good to watch. Check it out. My next guest is on Netflix, David Letterman, Kanye West. Worth to watch. Now, on really quickly the sports and I was wrong, 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 wrong. I just knew Golden State was gonna tie this series up and or be in the league. Lo and behold, these motherfuckers down three one. Clay missed the game because he was hurt. He came back, and Kawhi went on a run in the third quarter that just basically did it. Put, uh, it put Golden State up. I mean, Golden State down, rather, to the point to where they couldn't bounce back in the fourth quarter. Steph was obviously tired, and they just couldn't get it going the way they were. They put their defense on Steph because they had to put Clay out, and it, it just didn't work out. I'm not going to say Steve Kerr got out-coached that game, but... Steve Kerr got to coach that game. You got to find a way to get uh, Boogie Cousins going. If he can give you 28 in one game, he can give you 28 in another. On the other side of that, KD is now questionable for game five. He's been allowed to participate in practice activities, so we'll know by some point tomorrow if KD is going to play. Me personally, I would love to see him out there. I want a seven-game series. And while I understand the, the run that Toronto was on is insane, and I'll say more so for history's sake for uh, the Raptors, but for what Kawhi Leonard is doing in these playoffs, it is fucking insane. It is insane. It's like it's it's hard for me to not to not root for my pick. But watching him play, after all the shit they said about him in the media, how they tried to bury him as being a bum, or oh, he was hurt, he don't have what it takes to win, without the Spurs organization, for all the shit they were saying about Kawhi, to see him go out against the best team in the fucking league, and I know they're they beat up, but you know fair is fair. That's karma. When the first time Bron played against Golden State, Golden State was healthy and Cleveland was all fucked up. There you go. So, sometimes it just happens like that. You go to the finals finals multiple years in a row, it starts to have some wear and tear on your body. And for this situation to even be what it is, is insane because the Raptors have to fight. I think they lost the first game of every series they played, except this one. They were down 2-1 at some point, and... um with Milwaukee who was supposed to be the best team in the league and Kawhi came through they got through I think it was Orlando or that may have been somebody else they got through whoever <laughs> and they beat Philly with a bounce then they came through and gentlemen swept Milwaukee lost the first two games won the last four but we Golden State potentially bringing this monster back into the lineup. We're going to see. And I hope it's KD at KD level because I want it to go seven. Like, I always root for my pick. I can't change that because I don't want to be fucking wrong. And I feel like if they lose, they're going to hold it against KD or whatever. It's just going to be a lot of dumb shit going on, a lot of chit-chat or whatever. But if Golden State loses – like, don't take this away from Kawhi and the rappers and what they've been able to do. Because quite frankly, it's been goddamn special. Phenomenal, if you will. And that is all I got. I will say this, check out, if you're a fan of the hip-hop, check out Denzel Curry's album. It's called Zoo-Z-U-U. I don't know why he spelled it that way, That boy's from Miami. He's a Hurricanes fan. I don't understand it, man. Support the Underground Podcast Kings the UPKs out there, man. If you know people doing it by themselves with no real financial backing, support us, man. Get us out there. Share it. Subscribe. Retweet, tweet, review. Anything to help get it popping, man. Hopefully, I'm doing good and improving somebody's life somehow. Like I always say, man, change the world starting with yourself. Do something to make yourself a better person every day. And hopefully, what you do... Or resonate with somebody around you and make this world a better place, man. That's all I got. Y'all be good out there, peace.